Blog Talk Radio.
to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we are happy that you are here. Brother Bill is here, and Brother Brother Marshall is here somewhere, and we want to thank the Lord for all of you. Amen. We cannot do this by ourselves, and we need your prayers and your support that we might carry forth the work of the Lord in Jesus' name. I want to thank all of you who responded to uh, the appeal to help our sister and her son after uh, a death occurred in the family. And I thank the Lord, the Lord for the love that he's placed in your hearts and the caring the outpouring of support and sympathy and encouragement is not only going to be an encouragement to them, but it has been an encouragement to me to see how you opened your hearts to what the Lord requested of us and you followed through. Thank you so very much for whatever you did. God bless you. All of those who desire to give, but did not have at the time, God bless you too. Amen? And God bless our sister and her son. Thank you, Lord. I do know that the Lord is very pleased with what we have done. And tonight I think the Lord's going to answer answer some questions that people have asked him. They're seeking direction about a certain part of their lives. And it has been the subject of our prayer request during our fast as well. So the Lord is listening, and he's hearing, and he's answering, and he's providing. And don't we love it? Amen? Um, A special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Protestant Internet church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and every Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time that happens to be where you are. Amen? We have um, almost every time zone represented in this ministry. And we also meet on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S., and whatever that time that happens to be where you are. So the Lord is reaching all over the globe to his people. And we encourage you to invite other people that you pray for and other people that you witness to to join us here at Miracle Internet Church. Amen. We're encouraging you to invite others to Miracle Internet Church. Amen. You're not responsible. Uh to see if they do it or not, you're responsible to give them a representative invite 
so that the Holy Spirit can use it to get their attention. You see, the Lord is always trying to save souls. Uh, The Lord is always um, reaching out for the backsliders. He's always doing that. And we are a part of that effort. So we want to encourage you when you uh, talk to somebody, when you pray for somebody, when you lead someone to the Lord, that you will encourage them to join us here at Miracle Internet Church. You see, if we have been a blessing to you and we have helped you to grow, then we can be a blessing to them as well. I know that some of you mistakenly think that, oh, they can't stand this, and, oh, they won't be able to listen to that. And But you need to leave that up to the Holy Spirit. Amen? That's his department. Not your, praise the Lord. That's his department. You see, if what they needed to hear is what we preach and you told them nice things about Jesus, but you didn't invite them here, they might not make it. And then their blood would be on your hands. And that's a very, very serious charge to stand before the Lord with on that day. So we want to encourage you to do what is right. Amen? That's a very serious charge to have someone's blood on your hands because you simply wouldn't say what the Holy Spirit wanted you to say. It's real simple. Open your mouth, let it out. You know what the number is in your head. To mention, it's in your phone. It's on the app. The app is on your cell phone. So, well, I didn't... I didn't have a card. It's on the app. The app is on your phone. How about that? You know, you can share the app with them. If they don't know how to put it on their phone, you can do that. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's really just that simple. I've met people that I've only met them for one time. I can give you an example. There was this young lady that was dating a relative of mine. And um, I could tell she had issues. So I asked her to borrow her cell phone, and I put the app on her phone. Now, I don't know when it is in history that the Holy Spirit's going to use the app to get her heart, but he's going to do it. Amen. He's going to do it. I may never see her again, but I had one shot at it, and I took it. How about that? You know, when you go to a funeral with your relatives and you're standing up talking to them and you start to tell them, well, you know, the Lord is really moving in my life. Let me put that um, that, that, that app on your phone so you can go there too and check it out for yourself. And you just put it right on the phone while you're standing there talking to them. And hand them their phone and say, see, see, here it is right here. Miracle in a bam. All you got to do is hit it and go straight there and you can get image. Just hit those three lines, and it'll take you right there. How about it? It doesn't require deep thought and great intelligence. It just requires some doing it. Amen? 
doesn't require deep thought. You don't have to think for three days and pray for four months and bind for ten years. You just do it. Just do it. People have apps all over the place on their phone. Family member, they want to whine to you anyway. So while you're listening to them whine and go on and on and on and on and on, or else they want to gossip to you about something else, you can just put the app on their phone and ask the Lord to bless it and use it in their lives. There you have it. Amen. I did that. And if I can think of it, certainly you can. Amen. It was one of those spur-of-the-moment things. I didn't pray about it for a month. How about that? (laughs) One of those spur-of-the-moment things. I just did it. Amen. Praise God. In fact, sometimes when you can't think of things you're trying to think of, all you need to do is open the app and flip a few pages and the answer is sitting right there. Am I correct? I think so. Amen. You suddenly need to pray for somebody. And you forgot their name. You can open the app. You you can open the app and just go straight to the prayer room, put it in there, and you're done. Boom, it's over. You don't have to remember it after you get home, after you take the dog out for a walk, and after you go to the grocery store, and after you come back and drop some of the groceries off to the lady down the street. You know, you don't have to wait that long till you forget. You can just go there and do it. It's amazing what you can do when you put your mind and heart to it. Amen? It's amazing what you can do. They may not know for a while that that app is sitting there, but the day the Holy Spirit's ready to use it, it'll be right there and it'll be working just fine. You've got to drop seeds somewhere, saints. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You don't have to be real techie because adding an app isn't real techie. It's a, Look, if I can figure it out without any explanation from anyone, so can you. Amen? Amen. So we want to thank the Lord for helping us over that little bridge of Well, you know, because it's dangerous this day and time to just lead somebody to the Lord and just leave them hanging there. The devil's just waiting to lead them the wrong way. They might just need to hear one sermon from our website to find out, oh, I'm going the wrong way. I need to go this way instead. Think about it. You know, once you let them to the Lord, their angel is right there. If you think angels don't know how to work cell phones, then you need to wake up and find out what God really made when he made angels. How about that? Mm-hmm. So come on now. Let's think. Let's do. Let's obey. I like that. Think. Do. Obey. It's not hard. You just got to do it, you know. And we're going to talk about some doing tonight. Some very good doing. God's going to be pleased when we listen and obey and come talk to him. 
yourself. We, um, we're asking the Lord to help us. And sooner or later, when Brother Bill has a moment, he'll repost the fast in the chat room for all of you who missed parts of it the first time. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you just showed me. I appreciate you. God is 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 waiting to jump right in the middle of what we're doing. Amen? So let's be doing something. You know, the scriptures say that God worked with them. Yeah, God worked with them. Let me find that scripture. It's in the book of Acts. God worked with them. Let me see if I can find it right. Mm. Amen. Let's see if I can pull it up right quick. Let me see. Um, hold on. I do better like this. <laughs> Clipping the pages. Somewhere I've already marked it in my Bible. And so I'm going to try to find it. Because the Bible also says that... um. What was that? The spirit. Did I just lost that page? That the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. So now if we're out there running across these people that should be saved, we ought to have something to say and something to leave with them. Amen? Something to say and something to leave with them. Now, Lord, I need just a little help. Just a little help. Just a little help. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't see it right this minute, but when I find it, I'll tell you about it. It's there. I highlighted it someplace, but I was flipping the pages too fast. It happens. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Bill. Thank you. Ah, very good. Now, what was it I wanted to remind you about the fast? Okay. Oh, yes. Don't forget that we're interceding and we're using Romans 8, chapter 31 through 39 for breakthroughs for members, Brother Sam, Sherry, LD, Dagmar and family, and DBD and son. It's important. And if the Lord touches your heart and you remember, don't forget that we still have survivors in Florida, who are 
coming out of a very trying time, some of them are very much still in a very trying time, left over from the hurricane. And the temperatures are dropping, and uh, people still need help. Amen? Thank you. Thank you, Brother Bill. He found it for me. Mark sixteen twenty, and they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. That's it. Thank you. That's it. So you're standing up there telling them about Jesus and the things he's done for you. Well, the Lord wants to work with you. Amen. He wants to work with you. He wants to do things in their lives, but they need access to the truth of the word of God. So some of you asked for um, for cards, for business cards, and I send them to you. Others of you don't think about anything. <laughs> oh, I pray for this lady. Okay, but did you connect them to this ministry? Because if all you did is lead them to the Lord and smile and wave as they just, you did part A well. Now you need to do part two. You need to connect them to this ministry so they can hear, they can grow, and they can learn, just as you're doing. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, confessing that at some time intimidation has caused us to stumble. We ask your forgiveness for thinking of ourselves as inferior, for we are created in your image and we are your workmanship. Jesus said that your kingdom is within us. Therefore, the power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us and causes us to face life with hope and divine energy. Yes, Lord, you are our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? You are the strength of our life. Of whom shall we be afraid? Father, you have said that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Therefore, we can without a doubt or fear say that you are our helper, and we are not afraid of anything that mere man can do to us. You are greater in us than he who is in the world. If you are for us, who can be against us? We are free from the fear of man and the pressure of public opinion. We are free from the fear of man and the pressure of public opinion. Amen? Father, you have not given us the spirit of fear. You've not given us timidity or cowardice or intimidation, none of that. But you have given us the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. We are full of calmness and our minds are clear and alert. We are disciplined and we have self-control. 
We can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives us strength, and we thank you for it. Amen. We thank you for it, Lord. We want to thank you for all the good and wonderful and blessed things and events and people and places that have come into our lives since we surrendered our lives to you. Amen? Amen. We don't have a need to be fearful for any reason because you're our God and you provide all of our needs, whatever those needs are, according to your riches and glory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Above all, Lord, we take on, amen, thank you, Jesus, the armor of God, the whole armor of God. You gave it to us, Lord, because you knew we would need it. We would have to use it, so therefore we must wear it. We can't take it off and say, well, I'm going over to my family's house today. I don't need it. Uh, No, we need it there too. Amen? We need it all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, Father, we present our bodies as a living sacrifice unto you, holy and acceptable in your sight. We thank you, Lord, that we are covered by the blood of Jesus, that we're the head and not the tail, and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper in every tongue that rises against us in judgment. We condemn it, Lord, in Jesus' name. This is our inheritance as the saints of God. You are our shepherd, Lord, and we shall not want. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength, who strengthens us, Father. So we trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not into our own understanding. We acknowledge you, Lord, in all of our ways, and you direct our path. We want to thank you, Father, for the boldness and the courage and the fearlessness that you're giving the saints, Lord, so that we can tell the truth. Yes, sir, the truth. We live in a dangerous hour, Lord, an hour that life is changing very, very rapidly. Circumstances are changing. Life is not as it was three months ago. So we must be on our post. We must be doing what you taught us to do. We must open our mouths and speak, Lord, and tell people what they need to know. Because the hour will come, Lord, when we may not be able to work at all. We may not be able to speak. But until that time, we must do what you have trained us and taught us to do, Lord. And we commit to doing that in Jesus' name. We commit to obeying you. You see, all of these good intentions that we have in our heart that never become true testimonies for the Lord will not be counted as testimonies when we arrive home. They were just good intentions, and that's all they ever became. But, Lord, help us with those good intentions that are of you to get them accomplished while we're here on the earth. 
Because only what we really do for you will be counted on that day. So, Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the warring, linking angels around us. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for the Prince of Peace. We thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy and long-suffering with us. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the warring angels, the praising angels, the ministering spirits that you've released on our behalf. We thank you, Lord, for using whom you can find to use to bring about your will in the earth in Jesus' name. You know, Lord, in the Bible, there were two men, and one of them you said to go work for me today, go do this for me. And he says, nope, I'm not going to do it. And then he went to another one for me today. Go do this. Go do that. And he said, of course I will, but he never went anywhere. But then the first one reconsidered and said, well, that wasn't right. So he came back to him and said, okay, I'll go do it. And he did. Now, which one pleased the Lord? It was the first one, Lord, you said, because he actually did what you asked him to do. So help us, Lord, to do what you've asked us to do. It may be a simple thing, just a very simple thing, but you're waiting on us to get it done. So thank you, Lord, for helping us to obey you. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, Tactics, cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar devils, electronic, digital, and technology demons, brainwashing demons, and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all Leviathan spirits, their attacks, Kundalini spirits, water and marine spirits, and all their attacks, sex devils, unclean spirits, all passive devils, sorcery devils, seducing, womanizing spirits. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Whoredom spirits and their attacks, drone spirits, that's right, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, technopaganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, Cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching, which manipulate modern technology, 
pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems and brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are demons. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, and smart dust spirits, all the Havana syndrome, brain changers, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind 5G and all the components. We bind EMF and EMP attacks in Jesus' name. We bind everything coming off the cell towers, off the satellites and through our devices in Jesus' name. We forbid those things to attack us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for that. We bind the work of every druid. Amen. We over, overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic art. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, are Asian, Islander, Riki de Rabarushaki, Russian, Erikisabe, Bebabroga, Arabic, Ishe de Rundro Brisa Tarabrai, Ishe de Ridia, North American, South American, Arctic, Antarctic, tribal groups, indigenous groups, Erikisa Tarabri, Isa Tarabra, all Islander groups, Ishe de Dunga Darusuto. All Jamaican, Caribbean, Latin American, black and white magic, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every order of magic and mystic art, wherever voodoo, hoodoo, jujus are, we bind you in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse, devil, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications in Jesus' name. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, and human reasoning and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind in the name of Jesus. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, despise, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, in Jesus' name. And we bind the fool's anger in the name of Jesus. We bind all food, lust, and addictions in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the carnal mind. 
We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits, and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. Amen. We return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us, and against all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus. Holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. We bind all Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and his entire kingdom in the name of Jesus, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all sacrifices done to false deities in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry, and we bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, Worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptations to sin. In Jesus' name, we bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all false deities, all goddesses, and all gods. Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, we bind and chain with eternal chains under darkness and send them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs in Jesus' name. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, Every pledge, we bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in Jesus' name. We bind all of their ceremonies and all of their powers, including the associated organizations in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, and we return these afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors. We return and lose 
all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. And obey. That's right. Praise the Lord. We disconnect ourselves, Father, from every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We pray, Father, for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Amen. Father, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus, and we cover our vehicles, the roads we travel, whether it's under the sea, whether it's, well, you know we have submarines, under the sea, whether it's on the sea, whether it's in the air, on the land, wherever we happen to be. Amen? That's right. We thank you that we're covered in the blood of Jesus. And the road, the the roadway that we're going to travel is a good roadway because the blood of Jesus is there. So we take authority, dominion, and power over every obstruction in the road. And we forbid it to be in our path in Jesus' name. Even objects and entities and personhood, we bind it all in the name of Jesus cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over the demons that want to attack us in the night and wake us up and keep us up with the nasty bad dreams. Well, they can have all those bad dreams back right now in the name of Jesus Christ. All the nightmares, the sex dreams, whatever's trying to get into our dreams, stay out in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, for the giant warrior angels that protect us and our property and everything that concerns us as we rest and are restored through the night and the day. We thank you for the fiery wall of protection, Lord. We pull out, in the name of Jesus, all fiery darts, pins, needles, spear, voodoo, hoodoo, or whatever was sent 
in the name of Jesus Christ. And we return it to the senders in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the devils in the heavenlies, in the bush, in the deep. And we thank you, Lord, that you have helped us to learn what we ought to do in spiritual warfare. We're still learning, Lord. Thank you for the teaching. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down, undam, and blow up all walls of protection around all witches, warlocks, Wizards, globalists, nanobots, Satanists, shamans, sorcerers, divinators, and such. We break the power of every vex, hex, curse, spell, charm, fetishes, love spell, psychic thoughts, sorcery, magic, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, psychic power, incense and candle burning, root works, crystals, tribal rituals, and other sins, all jinxes, all hexes. All vexes, go back where you came from, in Jesus' name. For the Lord has set us free in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord himself has set us free. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, as we come before you, before our fast begins this coming Sunday, Lord. We ask you to bless this fast and to consecrate it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask that you release your grace upon our fasting and that you help us to remember to do the things that we ought to do. Keep us mindful and alert, Lord. Help us to center our thoughts on you. Help us to reverence you, to honor you, and to obey you. Help us to come together in the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace, Father, in Jesus' name as you mold us and develop us into the saints and warriors of God that you've already desired for us to be, Father. We thank you for this fast and for every element of it, Father, and we thank you for trusting us and entrusting us with this work in the kingdom in Jesus' name. We lift our hands to you, Lord, now without wrath and without doubting, and we bless the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is so good. So very, very, very good. Amen. Well, now, our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 139. And our verse for meditation is found in the book of Job. Job chapter 1, verse 1. Job chapter 1, verse 1. And our featured ebook is, Is Halloween Pagan? Well, there are going to be some people that are going to talk about this around you. You need to have something to say. Amen? You need to have the right thing to say. The Bible says, open our mouths and he'll fill it. 
okay? Then that's what we ought to do. Praise the Lord. Our guest call-in number is 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen? Praise the Lord. So tonight, saints, we're going to talk about something very, very interesting. And it's going to surprise you. But you see, saints, God is concerned with every single aspect of our lives. There's no part of our lives that he just doesn't care about. I don't care who preaches that foolishness. It's just not the truth. If God has taken, and he has since God has taken, the time to number every hair that we have, come on. He's concerned about every single thing in our lives. So we're going to talk about just, 30 minutes, just 30 minutes. Saints, this is a message from the Lord to help and to enlighten his saints. This is a message from the Lord to help and to enlighten his saints. However, this message does not apply to everyone in the same way. Hmm. As your pastor and as a medical professional, I urge you to consult your doctor before beginning an exercise program. That says, Let's hear the word of the Lord. Hmm. Let's consider the fact. Once you have become two years of age, you are not 21 anymore. Once you have become 22 years of age, you are not 21 anymore. Well, what does that mean, Pastor? Just what I said. You need to be honest with yourself. You need to tell yourself the truth. Amen. You need to tell yourself the truth, and you need to live in the truth. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. And it reads, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Ye were sometimes darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord. Walk. That means you have to move. You can't just it like a knot on a log. Walk, live as children of light. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, 
but the end thereof are the ways of death. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. I must confess, saints, that I need to share something with you. There is someone whose name I will not mention who made a mistake, we'll call it that, not too long ago. This individual decided to visit a local gym, and in so doing, that person somehow convinced themselves that they had the same stamina, same strength, same vitality that they had when they were 21. Well, it didn't turn out that way because shortly after they left the gym, they called me asking for prayer. They were having serious, serious, serious symptoms in their body. And you say, why? Well, they did something to their body they should not have done. I asked, well, did you do Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7 before you went? And they responded, no, they had not. Well, we know that's the problem now, don't we? And so we prayed and prayed and prayed and believed God to help that person cover from the symptoms. But you see, saints, when we operate in truth, we don't pretend that we're 21 anymore. We actually act in a more mature fashion. Some of us don't necessarily learn the lesson the first, the second, the third, the fourth, or the fifth time God tries to help us. You see, very serious damage could have occurred by that person going outside and exceeding the limits that were properly established for them. So I want to say this to you. Don't be like that person. Don't you do that. Amen? Don't you do that. You know, you get this bright idea one day that you didn't check out with the Holy Spirit. Well, I think I'll go do such and such and such. I haven't done such and such and such in a long time. And then you just charge off to go do it. Well, the devil's sitting right there waiting to help you learn. So what happened in that person's case, their body gave them a good talking to and a good telling off. Their body responded in such a way that they truly got the idea that what they had done was not wisdom. Amen? So I would not like to see you incur such a thing. So remember this example. Think your body is the Lord and your stewardship of your body 
is your responsibility to him. It is your responsibility to him. It does not come at the whim of the opinions of others. It is your responsibility to him. Hmm. Keep in mind that no two persons are just alike. There will always be exceptions to the rule, so to speak. The circumstances of the pandemic's lockdown accelerated unhealthy conditions for most people. Some became far more sedentary than ever before. God has come to help us to become healthier. Regular aerobic exercise changes our metabolic rate. The result that we burn more calories, not just when we exercise, but all day, even when we sleep. Aerobic exercise strengthens muscles, burns off calories, and transforms sluggish, inefficient, fuel-burning bodies into tuned-up and efficient fuel burners. Burning off calories as God intended. For some... Stretching is best. For others, king is best. For others, floor exercises are approved by God. Everyone should find their own method. Everyone should find their own method that God approves for them. That's very important. Remember, it is God's opinion that counts. Remember, it is God's opinion that counts. No one knows as much about your body as God knows. Some of us were told to reduce our calories, yet when we diet, And when we did what they said, our bodies just adjusted to that level of caloric intake. So nothing significant happened, and we became disappointed. Some people are slow burners, and many people are, not a few. And so, slow burners need the support of regular aerobic exercise if their desire is to reduce stress on their organs through weight loss. That's right. Slow burners, and there are a lot of them, not a few, need the support of regular aerobic exercise if their desire is to reduce stress on their organs through weight loss. 
Regular aerobic exercise will help these persons from regaining weight that has been shed. You lose weight, and before you know it, it's back. And then you lose weight again, and before you know it, it's back. Well, regular aerobic exercise will help these persons from regaining weight that has been shed. Did you know that people can be underweight and over fat at the same time? I know many of you didn't, but it's so. Many people are underweight and over fat. Some envy them because they seemingly never gain weight. But that does not mean that they are more physically fit than their obviously plumped counterparts. Fat tissue is not just located between the muscles and the skin so that we can see the protrusion. The more dangerous fat is located beneath and inside the muscles themselves, regardless of the outward physical appearance. People can be underweight and over fat. If these folks have not exercised properly and regularly, and if they have been eating a diet which is not suitable to their own body, their overall fitness may be worse than others. As you age, whatever your age may be, your metabolic rate changes. Metabolic rate, yes. That's the rate at which you burn calories, where all this potential stored energy becomes alive and useful energy for your body. We'll call it that. You may not experience weight gain for a while. Some people are like that. Then suddenly the fat that has already replaced your muscle will make its way to the outside and begin to accumulate between the muscle and the skin. Then you will see the fat in the inner tube at your stomach and back, or the deposits on your arms, thighs, and hips. I know many uh, adults in their mid-years are shocked when all of a sudden they just seem to blossom everywhere. Why, a few years ago, they ate the same way, they had the same level of activity, but all of a sudden, it just seemed to just blow out from everywhere. Well, actually, on the inside, the process had been going on for some time. It's just that suddenly our genes don't fit. 
Mm-hmm. It happens. And is a part of your family's DNA, you should be forewarned that it has a very good chance of happening to you. If you've had the privilege of knowing your aunts and your uncles and your parents and perhaps your grandparents, you have some idea as to the progression that your own body will eventually take. Amen? Most of us prefer to be in denial, but it doesn't change a thing. Amen? Once this happens, neither your weight nor your fitness can be effectively controlled by diet alone. People have this idea that people that are heavier eat a whole lot of food. But that's just not the truth necessarily. That's not necessarily the truth. And in many times, it's not the truth at all. They may actually eat a lot less than someone who is much slimmer. So if you're one of those persons that has been judgmental of other persons' uh, body image and believing falsities concerning that, then repent and forgive yourself. Because that's not the truth. Just because a person is large doesn't mean that all they do is stuff themselves with uh, unhealthy foods all the time. It's just not the truth. They are allowed to eat, to enjoy life. That's part of the blessing that God gives his people is to enjoy their lives, to joy. Enjoy what they eat and drink. Amen? It's part of that. And just because you don't have the same body shape, it doesn't mean you're in better health. Many of us have ideas in the back of our mind when we see people, and we just, that's what we think because that's what we heard. But we need to put that out and ask the Lord to correct that part of our belief system. Amen? Amen. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. So, we've said that once your metabolic rate begins its serious slowdown, and this comes in sometime, usually to some people, after they're in their mid-30s. It may be for you that after that time that your fitness and your diet or your weight cannot be just controlled by by what you eat and what you don't eat. 
That's not going to do it. There's a system in your body that's kicked on, and it's going to keep going. Amen? It's going to keep going. By undereating, overweight people will tend to look unhealthy and to become unhealthy. Because they are actually losing more muscle than fat. Hmm. They also tend to lose weight in the wrong places. Slimmer people attempting to gain weight by eating without exercise will likely gain weight in the wrong places. Females by nature have a higher percentage of body fat than males. They may experience more difficulty in losing weight in the same amount of time. So males should not brag on their speedy weight loss in comparison to females. Such comparisons are strongly discouraged in Scripture. Amen? Such comparisons are strongly discouraged in Scripture. The Lord doesn't tell you to go around comparing yourself to other people. He doesn't He doesn't do that. He didn't tell you to do that. So what are you doing it for? Amen? God didn't tell you to do that. So what are you, what are you busy doing then? Amen? Why are you doing that? He says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen? So a wise person would spend time with their creator. Amen? He's the one that made you. He's the one who made you. He's the one who knows everything about you. Your very best advice will come from his counsel. All fat is not bad. Does us no favors at all. Excess fat correlates with excess physical stress. Excess fat correlate with excess physical stress. More strain on your heart, on your muscles, on your bones, and perhaps your body image as well. Regular aerobic exercise will help towards eliminating undue stress. So what does regular aerobic exercise do for you? Well, even if aerobic exercise does not alter your muscle-to-fat ratio, what it does for your heart 
will more than justify the effort. Plans to live without a healthy heart. While major muscle groups are involved in any aerobic exercise, the muscle which does the most work is the heart. The increased oxygen demand of the muscles requires the heart to beat faster. Those who regularly exercise aerobically increase the size, strength, stamina, and efficiency of their heart. The exerciser's heart does not have to work as hard to do their job, and they do their job better. The blood flow from the heart of an aerobic exerciser can be three times or more greater than that of a non-exerciser of the same age. The aerobic exerciser usually has better circulation, greater alertness, better health, and a greater ability to withstand stress. The aerobic exerciser usually has better circulation, greater alertness, better health, and a greater ability to withstand stress. Here are some of the benefit coming a regular aerobic exercise. Well, it strengthens the heart. It strengthens the muscles, proves disposition. It improves muscle tone. It improves digestion. It improves waste elimination. It improves muscle relaxation. It improves circulation. It improves the quality of sleep. It improves parents. It increases lung capacity. It increases energy. It increases stamina. It increases healthy blood vessel growth. It increases resistance to illness. It increases coping ability. Increases normal life expectancy. It increases alertness. It increases fuel burning efficiency. It increases resistance 
to physical trauma. It decreases recovery time. It decreases harmful blood clotting. It decreases blood, fat, and cholesterol levels. It decreases appetite, depression. It controls body fat and weight levels. It releases tension. It reduces pent-up emotion, and it stabilizes blood sugar. Think about that. Are any of those things important to you? You may have been surprised to hear that partaking in regular aerobic exercise improves coping ability, releases tension, reduces pent-up emotion, decreases depression, and improves disposition. When we are confronted with pressing stressors, our bodies release chemicals that prepare us to run or to fight. However, since those stressors are usually not physical, we need a sane way to release and to allow our body chemicals to adjust. All of that excess energy can be released through aerobic exercise. It is a physical outlet for tension. Aerobic exercise can be a form of play. It helps us to transition us into a more lighthearted disposition. It is creative and recreative. It's a form of recreation. This form of aerobic play exercise helps to fill up our drained reservoirs and gives a sense of enjoyment and well-being. Even walking can have a soothing effect that reduces anxiety. Regular aerobic exercise not only improves body function, it can also transform the disposition. You see, regular aerobic exercise can have a positive effect on our chemical imbalance too. Praise the Lord. These aerobic exercises must be steady and continuous without break for at least 15 minutes. But 30 minutes is the preferred standard. Well, if you're just beginning, 
you have to start at the beginning and work your way up to the 15 minutes and then gradually work your way to the 30 minutes. It will take some time, not just a few weeks, maybe a few months. That's right. You have to learn to be long-suffering, patient, and gracious with yourself. Secondly, it must raise the heartbeat to a medically acceptable rate, also known as the average maximum number of times that your heart should beat per minute during exercise. It differs between men and women. Please consult your physician first. I would also recommend learning to take your own pulse. When I was growing up, that's something that we were taught in health and in exercise class. But I realize education has changed. But everyone should know how to take their own pulse. And tennis are not considered aerobic exercise because the intensity does not lift the heart rate to the targeted range. That's right. The heart rate has to reach a certain range for it to be considered aerobic exercise. When you pause between points or have a steady rally without much movement, your pulse decreases below the minimum target rate. So tennis, because it has all these breaks, is not considered aerobic exercise. Any sport or activity with breaks or significant slowdowns between bursts of energy is not considered aerobic. Regular aerobic exercise refers to three to refers to an activity that we do three to five times per week. Unless you are already physically fit three days per week. Three days per week. Start slowly. That's right. Start slowly. In your eagerness, do not push it. In your eagerness, do not push it. Romans chapter 10, verse 3. Romans chapter 10, verse 3. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, their own way of what's right and what's wrong in the situation, 
have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. That's right. Being ignorant of what God actually wants you to do and going about establishing what you think you ought to do or what somebody else has done or what you've heard about and so on and so forth, and they've got this new diet out and this and that and the other, and I read in the book somewhere and all of that. Going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted, have not submitted themselves, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God, unto what God says is right for you or not right for you. They send some little silly text to your phone. Oh, it's another one of those, and so you buy it and can't wait to try it. You have not asked the Lord if you have permission to do such a thing. In fact, you don't practice doing Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. But you see, there is an accounting that we do before the Lord for the things done in our body. Amen? Now, here comes the warning. For those who are pushy, overly aggressive, competitive, braggers, or just hard-headed, or a show-off, for those individuals, I now turn you over to God the Holy Spirit for needed correction in Jesus' name. We should not expect to suddenly get in shape in a few months. It's taken us a lot longer to achieve the status that we presently have. So we're not going to make it there in a hot minute. So we may as well take that idea right out of our hearts and minds. And while you're there before the Lord repenting of all those fake ideas, regardless to where you pick them up, you might want to repent of all the things you've tried that he never approved of anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about this. Last time, that our bodies and our spirits belong to the Lord. If you're running around putting this in your body because so-and-so's doing it and because it's the latest fad or Dr. Oz is selling it or whatever your reason is and you don't have a clear okay from heaven, you might want to try some repentance. You know, there are these people who made up their mind what they want to do, and so they approach God this way. Oh, Lord, I'm going to do such and such and such, but please don't let anything bad happen to me because I'm doing thus and so. 
I know some people, that's how they took the COVID vaccine. They decided that they ought to take it uh, for whatever reasons, under whatever pressures. And so they just asked the Lord not to let anything bad happen to them because they got they took the. You know, most of those people that uh, told me that they did that either got COVID or they came down with a worse disease state. Just about everybody that told me that has had COVID. I'll let that thought rest with you. Amen. Do not make gold. That's right. Do not make gold. Your aim is obedient to the directives of the Lord for your own life. Your aim is obedience to the directives of the Lord for your own life. Spouse's life, not your mother's life, your own life. That's right. No, you you deal with with what's in your eye first. You know, with the mold and the beam, you have to do you first. Mind your own business and do not meddle with your advice or past testimony. I'll say that again. Mind your own business and do not meddle with your advice or past testimony. Everyone needs to be led of the Lord for themselves. And God is very much capable of leading each of his sheep. Self out of the way. Get self out of the way. Get self out of the way. Well, what does that mean? It means that scripture that says you need to decrease so he can increase. That's what that means. And a few other scriptures, too. Get self, S-E-L-F. Out of the way. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's right. This is not the time to share your weight loss testimony. Regardless of how effective it was or was not, this is not the time. There is a time to speak and a time to be silent. There is a time to tender your own business. Amen. MIC chat room, Miracle Internet chat room, nor the local assembly is the open mic for you to give advice. It's not an open mic for you to share your testimony now about your weight loss, how you did it, how many pounds you know. 
nor the local assembly, no. Every individual needs to hear from God for themselves. Please respect that. This ministry, as our announced creed, does not give medical advice or recommendation. Amen. Everyone that desires to incorporate regular aerobic exercise into their own lifestyle must seek the counsel of the Lord Jesus Christ and their physician first. Any questions, email pastor at gproom at outlook.com. Yes, this applies even to the leadership. If you experience any negative symptoms such as dizziness, nausea, heart palpitations, stop exercising. Stop right away and contact a physician immediately. Do not exercise through pain. Do not exercise through pain. God does not bless foolishness. God does not bless foolishness. Drink sufficient liquids before and after exercise, whether or not you are thirsty. While exercising, your body will require more liquids than it may have required before. No sugar-filled or caffeinated drinks But water is good. Find water that you like, you can bear with, or you're agreeable to the taste. Clamp may be an indication that you didn't drink enough fluid. Mm -hmm. Warm up before exercising. Common sense is a blessing. Common sense is a blessing. When in doubt, ask the Holy Spirit. When in doubt, ask the Holy Spirit. In the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room, God will answer you. Start with the slow version of your chosen exercise. Start with the slow version of your chosen exercise. Do not think more highly of your abilities than you ought to think. Do not think more highly of your own abilities 
than you ought to think, but instead be truthful with yourself. You are not 21 anymore. That day came and kept on going. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Warm up, reduce possible injury. Warm up, reduce possible injury. Go slowly. Slow down as you are ending your exercise. Slow down as you are ending your exercise rather than stop abruptly. This should become a change of lifestyle if you choose to move into this avenue. No, it's not something to just try out for a couple of weeks to see how far you get. No, it's not something you do for a few months. No, a commitment is required. A commitment is required. The decision is made between you and the Lord and confirmed by your physician. But a commitment is made. It's not just try it for a little while and then quit and switch to something else. No. You have to crucify that mindset before you enter into this. That's right. There are other things in life that you have done because they had to be done or needed to be done that you didn't particularly favor. But you got up, you did it anyway, and you learned not to complain about it and grumble and mumble and, and murmur because it had to be done. You had to do it, so you did it. Well, Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. As I was saying, this is not just a trial run for a few weeks or months. Some will say that I don't have enough time. Even though this change in lifestyle may add years to your life, Others will say, I don't have enough energy. Well, the experts disagree with you. A better functioning body will produce more energy. Others will say, I don't have enough money. Well, aren't you blessed? No one has been asked to make any purchase at all. No, not one. No one has been asked 
to make any purchase at all. Nor is this an excuse for those who love to shop or those who want to possess the latest cool device or equipment so they can show it off to everybody else and say, see what I have. God doesn't smile at that, you know. The Lord Jesus has not okayed that. This is not your excuse for a shopping spree. It just isn't. It can be done without any money at all. I can't afford to go to a gym. Well, can you afford to stand in your hallway and do the exercises that Jesus tells you to do? I can't afford clothes to wear to the gym. Well, can you stand there in your PJs and do it at home? Mm Mm-hmm. That's something interesting to think about. Some have said exercise is boring. Well, it depends on how you choose to look at it. It could well become an outlet that increases the peace in your life. I'm embarrassed to exercise in public. Well, there's a simple solution. Exercise at home. I don't have the discipline to exercise three times a week. Well, if you eat three times a week, you can do other things three times a week as well. Amen? If you eat three times a week, you can find the time. Amen? You can find the time to do this, if you choose to do this, three times a week as well. Amen? Amen. So, as we are on our fast and we've asked the Lord, we're asking the Lord. We've been talking to God about this and he's been listening and now you know what he has to say, among other things. We're interceding for the members of Miracle Outreach Ministries to be healed in their bodies, including weight loss and weight gain. So God is directly answering us, and we need to take him seriously. Amen. We've been petitioning God, and God is answering. Now it's time for each of us individually to go to the Lord in prayer and fasting. You should take some notepaper, 
your Bible and a writing implement with you so you can write down what God says to you. Oh, I don't have to write that down. I can remember that. All right, hardhead. Learn to obey the Lord. You should take a notebook, a writing implement, and your Bible into your prayer closet and talk to the Lord and then be quiet so you can hear what the Lord has to say to you. Many times he'll talk to us through his word. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's the truth. God is great, and he loves us greatly. So we want to thank the Lord for his word to us tonight. We want to thank him for the fruit that will come when we recast, re-listen, take notes, choices, come to decisions with the Lord, and choose to obey what the Lord tells each of us. I think it will help us in the long run. So that means that no, you can't butt your nose in when it comes to what God is saying to your spouse about. You get the privilege, the awesome privilege of minding your own business and staying in your own lane. Exercise that privilege. Amen. No, you don't need to give your spouse advice. This is a time to zip your lips and tend to your own backyard. Praise the Lord. Every saint needs to hear from God for themselves. You see, you're not going to stand there when they stand before the Lord and give an account for the stewardship of their body. But they're going to have, since you're not going to stand there and take any of the heat, you need to butt out the kitchen now. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Each person is responsible to hear from God for themselves. And do what God says to do. No, it does not mean that it's time to blabba-dabba-dabba-dabba. Oh, let me tell you what the Lord told me to do. He told me to do this. No, stay in your lane. That was a confidential discussion between you and the Lord. Keep it confidential. Amen? Amen. You and God talked about it. You and God came to the conclusion And you and God need to keep it between you and God and possibly your physician. If you have any questions, you may email pastor at gproom at outlook.com. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. I believe, saints that just 30 minutes will make the difference in many of our lives. Praise the Lord. Brother Bill, got any testimonies for tonight?
Pastor, and I even found your testimony. Can you believe that? Isn't that awesome? Thank you, Jesus. It says, from Pastor Sabrina, Heavenly Father, I thank you for removing the built-up of toxins in my body that have been circulating for a very long time due to my employment. I thank you for your mercy and your graciousness towards me. I honor you and bless you in the name of Jesus. Praise you, Lord. That's a wonderful testimony. Thank you, Lord. You continue to deliver us and set us free. Trish has a praise report. The following day on Monday, October 18th, two owls had come back, one louder and stronger than the other. But I persevered in spiritual warfare with the fiery sword of the Lord and was not afraid. I had the blood the blood of Jesus and pled it over the property line. The trees are off my property line. I continued in spiritual warfare with the fiery sword of the Lord, bound them, pierced them, blinded them, cut off their heads in Jesus' name. The louder one left, and seconds later, the other one left. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. Glory be to God. Glory be to you, Lord Jesus, in the heights. You will be exalted above all the heavens. And Trish goes on, thank you, saints, for agreement prayer. I ask for healing from flu and cold symptoms. My husband caught a mild cold, but the Lord saved me from getting sick. Praise the Lord. God is good and merciful. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Dina has a praise report. Last night's sermon filled with God's word did a mighty work in my heart. While I was repenting, the Lord gave me Hebrews 3, 5. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the day of provocation. I so appreciate him lovingly correcting me. He knows more provocation will come, but I must not let my heart harden because of it. After I repented, the attack slowed down and eventually stopped for the rest of the night. Today, I ask the Lord to help me continue to forgive as often as I need, and he gave me. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. He gave me, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me because he trusted in me. Praise you. You Lord Jesus, praise you for that wonderful praise report. N.K. has a praise report. Last night there was a putrid smell that I've smelled before in the spirit. I prayed against it from different angles, but it didn't move. My husband couldn't smell it. I was determined to make that spirit leave. I continued praying as I fell asleep, and God revealed to me it was the spirit of death here to suck. Life and vitality, I bound it, and immediately the air was clean. Praise you, Lord, for teaching us how to fight. A.K. has a praise report. Thank you, God, for the deliverance I received after posting the prayer request about my bad habits and tendencies. For about an hour, I was in the bathroom. I threw up four times and then felt lighter. My nose stopped feeling clogged for the first time in a while. Praise God, I drank so much water afterwards that I felt totally cleaned out inside. Well, 
praise you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful praise reports, Pastor Sabrina, and what a wonderful message. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Amen. Praise the Lord for his grace and mercy. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the love. Now, I'm going to go in about a second. Ah, there it is. To our guest calling. When I call your number, it's your time to talk. Amen? When I call your number, it's your time to talk. Praise the Lord. Area code 952, you're on the air live. In Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor. Hi. Hi. I just want to give a praise report. I had told you about it, but I didn't put it in the in the um, prayer room. About I had lots of boxes in my room, and I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing, and I tripped and fell on the corner of one of the hard boxes and bruised the inside part of my knee. And um, hurt my knee, and immediately I just started thanking God for falling. I gave Him thanks, <laughs> and then I um, I got up and I grabbed a phone and put a prayer request into the prayer room, and um, it really didn't pain me, but it swelled up, and I had a big bad bruise on there, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but. In the midst of all of that, I have had like three reconstructed ankle surgeries on the same leg, and my toe and toe surgeries, and my toes were numb. Out of the fall, I can feel my toes. <laughs> so, so after the fall, that hit my knee and stuff. My knee was kind of injured. But I got feeling in my toes now, so I want to give God thanks for that because I haven't had feeling in there in years. So I give God the praise for that. And I just want to say I want to bless you, Pastor, you and all the other pastors. I just want to say bless you all. Thank you for your commitment. Yes, there's things that can be prayed about, but I just want to give you guys thanks. And encourage you guys to keep going because you're truly a blessing. You're truly an example of Christ to us. So we have no excuse. You know, even though we try to, I do sometimes, but there's none. You guys are just great. You, Brother Bill, Brother Marshall, Brother, I really bless you guys. I thank God for you guys. So. That's it, and I'll let someone else go. <laughs> Thank you. Love you all. Bye, Pastor. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for your kind yeah. words and your testimony. Amen. We love you. Area code 78, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Thank you for taking my call, Pastor. Um, I'm really wanting to deal with a family stronghold that I see as really messed up my life for a long time, and I I didn't really understand it. Um, I can feel it in my body, and I know that it prevents me from properly perceiving myself and other people, and that it holds me back.
from relating to people in Jesus's way, especially when there's like a conflict or perceived conflict. And these are the words that I know so far that describe it. Grudge, resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness, strife, hatred, comparison, conflict, and fault finding. And then like that's definitely in my family line. And um, it's really bad when people don't talk to each other and stuff, and it's really bad. So then that comes to, like, how it impacts me. I see this so far. That I hold on to offenses, like, unsure of how to resolve them, whether I'm the offender or the offendee. And half the time, like, I don't, I'm not even sure who's who. And then there's, like, self-condemnation and guilt and, like, taking it upon myself. Like, oh, if I just do this, if I do that. And then I, like, chase people to try to, like, reconcile really bad. And then I know that this translates into spirits that are, like, behind autoimmune diseases, like, um, you know, rejecting yourself, hating yourself, self-fighting self, like, really sickening stuff that's not okay. And so I would like deliverance. I'd really like that to move. And then in general, I want God to school me concerning how to deal with hurt. Like, I want to learn how to appropriately admit it, process it, and deal with being hurt and hurting others. Thank you for your time and for striving with me or persevering with me for three years. Thank you. All right. Well, first of all, we must admit that we are human. That's first. You're human. Humans have failures, they have faults, and they have weaknesses. All humans do. There are no humans that are exempt. Amen? The next thing thing is that you have to stop expecting yourself to be perfect and to handle every situation perfectly. And I've dealt with this so long, I wanted to go away, I wanted to. It's a process. There is no button that you can press to get yourself from where you are to where you want to be. You have to walk this out with the Lord day by day, step by step. It's the truth. This is the way it works. Change is slow and sometimes very difficult because there are many, 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 many lessons that we must learn along the way. And God is not going to rocket you from one place to the finished goal without you learning all the lessons in between. It's that way for every human being. You see, if you go over all the lessons that you need to learn in between and don't learn them, you end up recycling and coming back to your original point. So you have to learn, and we have to learn, to fully submit ourselves to the Lord and allow him to take us through each step, each situation, one at a time, one step at a time. 
sometimes we have problems because we have unrealistic expectations of ourselves, others. Sometimes that's the stumbling block that we put before ourselves. So while we can cast spirits out of you, if you're not ready to go to the next place, the next step, they'll be right back. Amen? You remember a long time ago? There was a time when I would get on the air and I would do mass deliverance over everybody. It was like a season of that, and then I stopped doing it that way. Because you see, we can cast the spirits out, but if sufficient growth has not taken place from the time you got the deliverance to the next time, if we cast them out again, they're going to come back because the growth is what keeps them out. It's the going through the painful, uncomfortable circumstances of life and going to the Lord about this thing and that thing and letting him teach you the word and teach you his way and teach you himself as you're learning through the process. And then when you're ready for deliverance again, he will see to it you get it. That's how it really does work. Remember, we keep telling you that it comes off in layers. So when we have saints that they hear the word, they get convicted, then they decide they'll forget what they heard or they don't want to act on it, they get We can't take them to the next step They haven't gone through the growth process That will keep them from backsliding I hope everyone is listening So you can understand this better too So I'm going to bind those spirits That you talked about But each circumstance in your life you're going to have to go to the Lord and allow him to teach you. Or else, you're not going to have the growth that you need to stand when it's time to go to the next step. Okay? Yes, thank you. You understand what I've said? Okay, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. From our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We ask you, Father, to endow our sister with long suffering with herself and with others. What we do in the meantime, Lord, is we love ourselves and we love our others in spite of ourselves. We don't despise ourselves because we're imperfect. We do what God does. You love us, Father, in spite of ourselves. You're patient with us because you know that we're just dust anyway. And so we learn from the truth of the word 
to be kind to ourselves and to others because we are all human and we are all still learning. So, Lord, we bind those spirits. We bind our sister's stress. We bind her frustration, her aggravation. Command those spirits to go into the cage in Jesus' name and to come out of her now in the name of Jesus. All that frustration, all that aggravation, all of that anger, all of that hurt, that first of all is aimed at self. Come out of her now in Jesus' name. All of those spirits of self-hatred, the abuse of self, self-despising, and self-rejecting, they are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of her now. Come out of her now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of her now in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over spirits that tell her that her personality isn't good enough, that she ought to be like this and she ought to be like that. No, she ought to be who God's calling her to be as she is able to be in Jesus' holy name. To all those spirits of self-loathing, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. And we release spirits of self-acceptance and the love of God over our sister in the name of Jesus Christ. We release the peace of God over our sister in Jesus' name. We ask the Comforter himself. God the Holy Spirit to come comfort our sister in Jesus' name. You, Jesus, we love our sister, and we know that you are teaching her how to receive and love herself. Amen? Amen. We love you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. Amen. We, amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord, the Lord, praise the Lord. Area code 215, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, um, I was going to ask for some prayer. I've been in, in and out of the hospital in the emergency room. And they can't find anything wrong with me. Um, I believe it's a spiritual attack. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was premenopausal, but society doesn't teach anything about menopause of the woman body or premenopause. And most of our doctors are males. So, yeah. Yes, it does. I disagree. What was that? There's a lot of information about being premenopausal. You just have to look in the right hole. Okay. All right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. 
And all of this doesn't fit because now she's retaining water and getting all balled down and feeling all bloated. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Come on out of her. Come on out in Jesus' name. Come on out. Then her hair starts to thin. You know what you do, devil. You just name it. We bind you in the name of Jesus. And we command you to come out of her body. You don't have a right to her body. Her body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. It belongs to Jesus Christ. It's not yours. Get out and get out now in Jesus' name. We bind you. We send you into the cage. And she is not subject to the suffering of the generations before her. What her family members went through. She doesn't have to go through that because they went through it. No, she's a unique person before the throne of God. So you come out of her. All that stress and frustration concerning this matter, I keep going to the doctors, but there's nothing wrong with me. And they tell me it's all in my head. I bind that. In the name of Jesus, get out of her. Get out of her. Get out of her now. And don't ever go back again in Jesus' name. Father, we close that open door that the enemy has had to torment our sister and others. To torment our sister and others, Lord. Because they have not yet understood that they actually have power and authority over all the power of the devil, and nothing shall by any means hurt them, Lord. So we give you the praise. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to fill her with the Holy Spirit and the fire of God and burn the rest of these devils out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now take a deep breath and let the Holy Spirit and the fire of God come in. Father, we ask you to take this deliverance to completion in Jesus' name. Take the deliverance to completion, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You are so good, so kind, and so merciful. And we give you praise for it, Lord. Amen. Amen. Now release your prayer language. Praise the Lord. Amen. We love you. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning parents are rallying behind a mother who blasted a Southern California school district for its plans to host a family-friendly Halloween drag show, which she said amounts to pimping out our kids. 
in an already hypersexualized culture. In a video that went viral on social media, Brittany Mayer from the Christian-based parental rights group Rooted Wings spoke at the Incentus Union School District Board meeting in San Diego County, California, accusing them. I don't think I said the name of that city right, but it's not coming to me now. California accusing them of acting as groomers and activist pimps for the Boobash Drag Queen show planned for the Saturday before Halloween. I think that makes it, let me see, let's look at the calendar. So, that's the Saturday that we're fasting. Okay, I got that. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Always on time. Thank you. Um, what it what is it about a grown man costumed in a sparkly bra with augmented boobs busting out and wearing a miniskirt barely covering his twerking? with duct tape on his front while spreading his fishnet legs as he raised on the ground. I'll leave that next statement off. You can read it for yourself. Next to a minor, family-friendly, she asked the board in the video. She Mayor revealed that the Drag Queen show was sponsored by a local San Francisco gender reassignment surgery center in collaboration with a popular gay nightclub. While we have a culture that has a huge problem with child porn and with sex trafficking, the Union School District in California made the decision to feature an event to sexualize young children, she wrote. She told the board, you all played the activist pimp for a line surgical center and for a 21-plus gay bar. It makes you groomers and activist pimps, and we won't have those sitting on a school board that oversees the education of our children. Elected San Diego Supervisor Tara Lawson Reamer criticized the parents saying on Twitter that they should be ashamed of themselves for pushing hate and intolerance on all of us. She also said she would be taking her three-year-old to the event. Hmm. Carrie Bowler, a mother of two and a community activist kid out of the district. The Incinitas Union School District said it's not hosting or sponsoring the October 29th event, but shared it on a community information hub called Peach Jar to notify parents about opportunities for families in the district. However, Bowler said, our message is very clear. We don't want strip shows. We don't want drag shows. And definitely not sent out inviting the parents and kids in our district. Justin Reed, a parent of two children 
who is also running for school board, was quoted as saying, we certainly want to be an inclusive community and support groups of all kinds, but the question is where do we draw the line? The district said that the flyer had been taken down as it did not meet district approval criteria, and it has reviewed and adjusted procedures for approving flyers in the future. But parents are demanding to know who approved it for promotion and want the district to apologize. Mayor told Fox that she and dozens of other parents showed up at the school board meeting last Tuesday to confront the leadership, which had been requested several times to stop promoting the event and issue an apology. We asked the board again and again to reconsider and to issue an apology and an explanation, which they didn't, which is why we decided to show up, she was quoted as saying. She added that the planned show was not an isolated incident. This is coming to every school across the nation, she said, adding that we're not going to play by the rules, that we're supposed to be afraid, that we're going to be punished if we don't speak up now. So parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, godparents, concerned family members, there's this thing in the Bible called fasting and prayer. God answers our prayers, amen? And there's a time to be silent and there's a time to speak up. And when it's your time to speak up, let God put some words in your mouth so you'll have the right thing to say. Amen. We thank you, Lord. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. With U.S. Democrats now facing low chances of winning next month's congressional midterm elections, Yoohoo News has come up with a likely and familiar culprit in advance, Russian interference. Now, you know it wasn't that long ago they ran that tale before, and it's just as fabricated now as it was then. This time, Moscow is putting its thumb on the U.S. election scales by triggering soaring inflation through the Ukraine crisis. Rick Newman, a senior columnist for the online news outlet, wrote on Tuesday, the U.S. inflation rate hovering near a 40-year high, voters are struggling financially, portending an uphill election battle for President Joe Biden's party. When voters struggle, they blame incumbents, which is why President Biden and his fellow Democrats face long odds of keeping control of Congress in November, Newman said. He added that Russian acts of aggression, both military and economic, are probably the biggest factor pushing food and energy prices higher. Boy, some people need to learn how to tell the truth. U.S. security experts expect Russian hackers to stir up trouble by targeting voting systems as the November 8th midterms approach. Newman claimed that would fit the pattern of aggression, Russian interference, 
that marred the 2016 presidential election and has continued in various forms ever since. Now look, folks, we now have full proof of what happened in those elections. Hello, let's tell the truth, somebody. Democrats have blamed Russia and and President Vladimir Putin for a wide range of setbacks, from Hillary Clinton's loss in the 2016 presidential election to high U.S. gasoline prices earlier this year. However, the 22-month Mueller probe in 2017 to 2019 failed to find evidence that Trump colluded with Russia to defeat Clinton. But the media-hyped investigation disrupted the new president's policy agenda. Russia, meanwhile, has consistently denied any influence over foreign elections. The U.S. inflation rate was 1.4% in January 2021, the month when Biden took office. It nearly doubled by March 2021 and breached 7% last December, months before Russia began its military offensive in Ukraine. The rate was 8.2% last month. Polls show that inflation ranks as the top concern among voters heading into the midterm, and Biden has an approval rating of only around 30% on the issue. Yuhu's Newman acknowledged that some voters may blame Biden's policies, including a $1.9 trillion spending bill enacted in March 2021, but he argued that Russia is the biggest factor. The U.S. economy has contracted for two straight quarters, meeting the classic definition of a recession. Columnists, however, also noted that strict anti-Russia sanctions imposed by the U.S. and its allies have contributed to shortages of some goods and higher prices. He added that Russia has used its leverage as a major oil and natural gas producers to starve Europe of desperately needed fuel and keep crude prices high. Newman claimed, too, that the harm done to Democrat politicians wasn't mere collateral damage from the Ukraine conflict. He suggested that Putin tried to hurt Biden and weaken his resolve. For the next couple of weeks, a key target of Putin's hybrid war will be the American election system. By the way, he did not provide any evidence for any of his claim. Praise the Lord. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. As the November 8th midterm elections draw, election draws near, see recent moves by President Joe Biden as a desperate means to buying votes. On August, not August, October 6th, Biden announced a blanket pardon for some federal marijuana possession conviction. Okay? So all of that work, all these attorneys, all of these law clerks, all of these judges, and all of the other necessary participants have done 
even though the people actually committed a crime against the law, he's just going to throw it all out. Mm. Well, that might not work. No one should be in jail for just using or possessing marijuana, Biden said. Now, saints, think about this. You've been driving down the highway, and people have been driving as rec- more reckless than I have ever seen them in my lifetime. And so he says no one should be in jail for just using or possessing marijuana. So does that mean that he believes that people should not just possess, everybody should just possess marijuana, use it, and come to work or wherever they show up in any state of alertness, sanity, or ability to perform their job functions as they ought to because nobody should ever get in trouble. They should never have to go to jail. For using marijuana, which alters your body significantly, and re- by the way, these people that think they're going to have babies, it reduces, it messes with your chromosome. And the males, oh, yes, it has some effect on your sperm. All that pot you smoked in college, well, Biden said sending people to prison for possessing marijuana has upended too many lives and incarcerated people for conduct that many states no longer prohibit. Criminal records for marijuana possession have also imposed imposed needless barriers to employment, housing, educational opportunities. He went on to say that minorities are disappropriately, disproportionately targeted by law enforcement for marijuana offenses. Well, they're also disproportionately targeted by law enforcement for almost anything. There were years in a row. You were black and your taillight went off and they pulled you to the side. There was a good chance you were going to be shot by the officer and killed. We saw a lot of that on the news. It went on for a long time. It became the substitute for lynchings, I think. How about that? First, I am announcing a pardon of all prior federal offenses of simple possession of marijuana, Biden said, adding that he is urging all governors to do the same with regard to state offenses as a second measure. What Biden did not explain was that very few people go to prison for simple possession of marijuana. Now, you know, folks, this is how they do it. They're going to present you with a solution. But they're the ones that created the problem, so it can appear that the solution they present is a great thing. That's one of their tactics. According to the U.S. Sentencing Commission, there were 36 people in federal prison in fiscal year 2021 for possession of marijuana. 36, okay. That was down from 1,877 in fiscal year 2015. Tom Basil, 
best known as a host of the Newsmax program, is an adjunct professor at Fordham University and a member of the New York State Bar Association. Feds don't get involved with any small ball stuff, he said. So it's kind of insidious. They're making it sound like he's pardoning all of these people as some sort of social justice move. However, in terms of the actual prison population, Basil said almost nobody in this country is in prison for possession of marijuana unless it is a large quantity and associated somehow with dealing. Basil also said the White House offered no guidance as to how those pardon cases will be handled. They're so desperate to demonstrate that the president is even remotely effective at trying to accomplish a lot of the goals of the Biden-Sanders Unity Task Force, which was written by Bernie Sanders in 2020, they're willing to just say and do whatever they feel like they need to say and do. Then Basil said they either fight this out in the court or address the cleanup afterwards. That's incredibly dangerous and incredibly damaging, he said. On August 24th, the White House announced the Department of Education will provide up to $20,000 in debt cancellation to Pell Grant recipients with loans held by the Department of Education and up to $10,000 in debt cancellation to non-Pell Grant recipients. Borrowers who qualify must make less than 125000 a year as an individual or less than 250000 a year for married couples. No high-income individual or high-income household in the top 5% of incomes will benefit from this action, the statement said further. The government also extended the pause on federal student loan repayment through December 31st, 2022. So borrowers will be expected to resume payment in January after the November 8th midterm election. (sighs) The Biden administration defended the program as a way of providing families breathing room as they prepare to to start repaying loans after the economic crisis brought on by the pandemic. In a lawsuit filed in federal court in Missouri in September, Republican attorneys general, attorney generals from Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, and South Carolina requested that the relief program be shut down, arguing that it's unconstitutional and is not remotely tailored to address the effects of the pandemic on federal student loan borrowers. On September 26, the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office estimated that Biden's plan would cost American taxpayers $400 billion. Mm-hmm. Do you have $400 billion in your savings account? I don't. Virtually every legal scholar that I have spoken to has said that the President of the United States really doesn't have the authority to do this. 
And the people at the White House and Domestic Policy Council know that, Basil said. But they also know they couldn't get it through Congress, so they figured they would do this and let people believe that they were going to be able to do this. This is called in the Bible, what? It's called a lie, isn't it? It's called a few other things, too. Amen. In the meantime, Basil said Republicans would be baited into pursuing legal action, which the administration will use to make them look like the bad guys by trying to uphold the rule of law. They knew it would be litigated, Basil noted, adding that the move is very similar to what the administration did with the eviction moratorium. According to Basil, the Biden administration was told they didn't have the authority to do the eviction moratorium, but they wanted to look like they were trying to do something for that particular constituency and look like the good guy. Isn't that hypocrisy? It couldn't be, could it? Hmm. My goodness. They knew it was going to get overturned, but they did it anyway. They are establishing a very dangerous and lawless to how they want to advance public policy. Hmm. Lawlessness. What does the Bible say about lawlessness? Hmm. My, we'll have to think about that, won't we? My, Basil said, the left has been fighting to control public policy through the court rather than through the legislative process where they know it would fail for a long time. But they're getting bolder in what they're trying to do because they figure they know there will be a political benefit simply by proposing something, knowing it will get struck down. The important thing for the American people to know and appreciate when they play these games, the end result always is that the government gets bigger and the government costs more and the regulatory creep continues. My. They're shooting for the moon and figure maybe we don't get to the moon, but at least we get into orbit. And they still feel like they've made progress, and they have. In an August 31st letter to Biden, Representative Lauren Boebert said, this election year bribe would cost American taxpayers nearly $519 billion and overwhelmingly benefit high-educated wealthy borrowers. While our nation faces historically high inflation and such broad student loan relief is an act of highway robbery and a slap in the face to hardworking American families struggling to compensate for your increasingly reckless economic policies. Bobert said further in the letter, signed by seven other Republican members of Congress, your, re- regi- your regime couldn't even pretend to care about 
the cost of inflation for more than a few weeks before you initiated yet another spending spree. You see, remember we talked about this before, how they act? Because they're not spending their money. They're spending ours. Mmm. What a thought. These responsible Americans paid off their student debt, praise the Lord, worked their way through college, praise the Lord, had a job starting at my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Really? Really. It's a serious kind of thing, you know? People work their way through college. I know some people don't think it happens, but. I'm proof that it does. How about that? Hmm. Well. Well, what do you think of that? We'll go back to this. While our nation faces historically high inflation, such broad student loan relief is an act of highway robbery and a slap in the face to hardworking American families struggling to compensate for your increasingly Reckless economic policy. These responsible Americans paid off their student debt, worked their way through, and chose a career path that did not require student debt. And if they did, they paid it back. You remember a long time ago? They put in, well, at least they did here in this place, they put in the Sunday newspaper. A long list of all the people in this county that had not paid off their student loan debt. No. Yes, they did. This is America. Amen. So, Biden is now forcing them to pay off other people's loans. Like Basil, Bobart noted that Biden lacked the authority to do this, saying even House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the Department of Education have admitted he doesn't have the unilateral authority to waive student loan payments. But Biden and his law-breaking regime don't care, Bobart wrote. The American people see through Biden's student loan bailout and know that it know it is nothing short of an election year bribe. The economy is crumbling, inflation is out of control, the border is open, fentanyl deaths are going up, and crime rates are skyrocketing. Biden has nothing to run on, so he has resorted to buying votes. In a reversal from the original sweeping proposal in August to cancel federal student loans up to $20,000, the Department of Education announced September 29th that it would not forgive debt from borrowers whose student loans are owed by private entities. Oil prices rose to $4.53 or about 4.5% to $105.70 a barrel as of 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on July 18th after a 2.1% gain 
on fifteen on July fifteenth. After President Joe Biden's failure to secure a pledge from Saudi Arabia to boost crude oil output. Well, in 2021, when green energy policies caused gasoline prices to soar, Biden directed the Department of Energy to release 50 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve which amounts to about two and a half days worth of the nation's consumption. When gas prices continued to climb, Biden dipped into the reserves several more times. By July 29th, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve had reached its lowest level since 1985. As of October 14th, Petroleum Reserve had about 405 million barrels, down from 638 million barrels in January 2021 when Biden took office. Congress Congress created the SPR in 1975 to protect the United States from the volatility, volatility and oil markets and to ensure an inventory of energy supplies in emergencies such as war or natural disasters. The United States just reached the end of peak hurricane season, and Russian President Vladimir Putin has recently threatened NATO forces with nuclear weapons. Bobart said Biden and Democrat lawmakers are skirting legislative procedure to buy the votes they haven't earned over the past two years. The Democrats have absolutely no long-term plan to stop the insanely high gas prices, he asserted. If they did, they've had passed it through the House they control, the Senate they control, and had it signed in the White House they control. Instead, they are artificially lowering prices before the election by selling off strategic petroleum reserve. Worst of all, this is at the expense of our national security. It's a sentiment shared by Basil. The claim by the White House that this has nothing to do with politics simply doesn't pass the laugh test, he said. It's a significant national security concern for this country that we have drawn down those oil reserves. This is a press release politics because it has minimal short-term impact. It does nothing to address the larger systemic problem we have when it comes to achieving energy independence and reducing costs for Consumers, this is America acknowledging that it cannot power itself and people should be outraged by this, he said, referring to Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia to ask for more oil to be released. They should also be outraged that he is running hat in hand to our enemies while at the same time declaring war on the American energy industry in virtually every speech. As Basil sees it, if Republicans frame this the right way, 
the issue of whether or not someone believes climate change exists becomes irrelevant paired to the lunacy of knowing that we could be totally energy dependent, yet are choosing to be dependent and purchase what we already have from our enemy. We don't have to rely on the Saudis. We don't have to rely on Russia or Venezuela. We don't have to rely on the Chinese for lithium. We have lithium here. We just don't mine it. Hmm. It's lunacy in the guise of climate cultism for the sake of advancing a cultish sentiment around climate change that you would intentionally make the country less secure and threaten the stability of the American economy. The left in this country think that people are stupid. If anybody believes that Joe Biden, by virtue of him signing a piece of paper, is going to impact the climate today, tomorrow, five years from now, ten years from now, you should question their basic competency. But I think people are starting to get that. None of these tactics will help Democrats in November, whether it's about climate, whether it's about student loan forgiveness, or it's about inquisition about so-called threats to democracy and white extremism in America. All of this is part of the program that Biden agreed to with Sanders and Senator Elizabeth Warren during the campaign, noting it's all a part of the 110-page Biden-Sanders Unity Task Force aimed at combating the climate crisis and pursuing environmental justice. Nobody read it, he said, adding that the so-called moderate Biden nonetheless allowed a socialist, you know Bernie is a socialist, in case you didn't know, to write the agenda for his administration, which the Domestic Policy Council has been using as a policy blueprint country over the past two years, he said. But they didn't count on the intelligence of the American people, and they never considered the damage to people's lives that are done by these policies, he said. That's why on November 8th, they're going to see some substantial pushback. In her summation of Biden's latest efforts, Bobart was a bit more direct. Student loan forgiveness and now blanket marijuana pardons, she said, Biden is really looking for that hacky sack vote. Well, did anybody hear all of that? Well, saints, it's a real world that we face. It's a real world. All right, we got one more. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Proposal 3, which promises to restore the rights protected under Roe versus Wade. The abortion rights we've had for 50 years protects doctors' ability to do what's best for their patients 
and trust women to make their own personal medical decisions. Voting yes on Proposal 3 gives Michiganders, you have to live in Michigan. You've got to be registered there. The freedom to decide. Voting yes on Proposal 3 keeps in place the rights we've had in Michigan for 50 years and ensures doctors can provide a full range of reproductive care without interference from politicians, paid for with regulated funds by Reproductive Freedom for All, 2966 Woodward Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48201. Amen, church. It's a real world. Amen. It's a real world that we live in. And, Lord, we thank you for Brother Marshall, who's coming now to lead us in prayer about these adjudications, Lord. It's a real world we live in, and we serve a real God. Amen. Brother Marshall, you got to push the button. Thank you, Father God, for Sabrina's patience with me and your patience with me and all of us. We thank you for the spirit of adoption. We thank you for teaching us all, Lord, that you told us to love the people, but you told us, Father, we have a little problem with some spirits. Some of the spirits are in people. Some of the spirits are outside of them, speaking to them and directing them. Some spirits are controlling them in different ways. But you said, Father, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rules of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we keep on the armor of God. We thank you, Father, for the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left. We thank you for the blood of the covenant. We thank you, Father God, that we can overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. We don't love our natural lives as much as we love the one who loves us perfectly. Your precious, holy, holy, holy Son, Father, the Lamb of God, who came to take away our sins and nail them to that cross on the tree, according to your word in Colossians chapter 2. We thank you for that, Father. We give you praise and honor and glory. We thank you that you told us way back in Genesis chapter 3.15. You said the seed of the woman would crush the head of the serpent. Who's that serpent? I think that would be the devil. And all his little hosts, all his little minions. And we thank you for that, that seed. Who is the seed? The seed is the Word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Father, even as you spoke to Father Abraham back in Genesis, where is that? 22:17. Father, in Jesus' name, you said that in blessing I will bless thee, and multiply and I will multiply thy seed, the descendant of Father Abraham, as the stars of heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. So we thank you, Father. Your word is forever settled in heaven. These things down here on earth are going to be changed. Like old clothes, getting ready to be changed, Father God. But you, Father God, you know how to persevere and overcome the enemy. In fact, your word is forever settled in heaven. And you said in Galatians 3.16, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not unto seeds as of many, but as of one, unto thy seed, which is Christ, which is the Messiah, the anointed one. 
And in verse 29 of Galatians 3, and if you be Christ, if Jesus has purchased us with his own blood, we don't belong to ourselves, we don't belong to worry, taking anxious thought for tomorrow, we don't belong to that old man, you know, just staring at ourselves, we belong to the one who loves us perfectly. If you are Christ, then you, Abraham, seed and heirs according to the promise. So, from that position in Jesus, because Jesus said, He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him, as there is no sin in you, Lord. As we have repented renounced of all of our personal sins and generational iniquities, we have authority over the devil and all of his little minions. You said, Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you because of the bloody covenant. He's not going to flee from us because of our own physical strength. Yes, maybe we'll do some exercises and be a little bit stronger, and that's not a bad thing. We need to take care of this temple of the Holy Spirit. But our strength comes from the Holy Ghost, not by human might or human virus, by your spirit, Lord. You said over and over again to seek the Lord in his strength, seek his face continually. And we thank you for guiding us with your eye. And you are the last item. Your eyes are red with wine. We thank you for guiding us with your own eyes. So from our position seated in heavenly places, Satan, you're bound, all your underlings are bound. At our position on earth and position in and heavenly places. Thank you for raising us up together with Christ Jesus in the name of the Lord. It's a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. We bind every witchcraft, curse, every spirit, trying to control people's minds and hearts in every area, in every avenue, not just in the United States, every nation. Every nation, every avenue. People that are having their minds challenged by many different sources from within and without. We know we're in a, a spiritual war, but this war looks like a psychological war. Looks like some people call it a um, an emotional or a psychological war, you know, sort of like um, hmm, sort of like some people that are controlled by Stockholm Syndrome, you know, that they, they bow down and worship their captor. But we're not captured. Jesus came to set the captives free. So Satan, you're bound, all your underlings are bound, every one of your witchcraft curses sent in every form, including through word curses and words spoken by people in authority, the people that are selected or elected or put there in authority by whatever means they got there. We cancel all the word curses and all the manipulation, all the plans behind the psychological warfare to turn one group against another, trying to say, oh, those are conservative racial uh, bigots or whatever, they're fascists. Well, some people, says it says in the Bible, whatever you accuse somebody else of, you're guilty of yourself. It says in Romans, early on in Romans, I think it might be the end of chapter 2, somewhere around there. So we, these people are accusing other people of being fascists, and it was a fascist. A fascist is someone who is in a political position, who is in cahoots or working with people in corporations, kind of like they did in um, World War II, <laughs> when there was interesting relations between people in like Ford Motor Company and uh, the people in Nazis over there in Germany, and other groups like that, interesting groups. So, Father, we know there's there's people that are current, they're not just neo-Nazis, they're real Nazis over in Ukraine, and other places, there are people in this country, Father God, that are being totally controlled against their own will. By what? By manipulation, by bribes, by blackmail, and by other things, by forces within and without, domestics, foreign, and, and uh, d- enemies, foreign and domestic. So, Father God, we take authority over those enemies, foreign and domestic, in Jesus' name, in every source, whether it's not just this and that Democrats are all bad and Republicans are all good. No, it's a uniparty. A lot of people bow down and take bribes and their, their hands are greased or they're blackmailed or they're forced to do things against what they would prefer to do, which is why some people have been eliminated. Yes, they've been eliminated, put in prison. Some people are eliminated more abruptly by you know, being suicide, as some people call it. They, oh, that person must have taken his life. Oh, really? What's the evidence? 
Father, we bind every one of these spirits seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy. Satan, you bind every witchcraft, curse, return to lead, symbol in the heads of the spirits of sin. Do those spirits that intend to dust, each and every one of us, in Jesus' name. Render unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom. Their reproach, where they have reproached thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name. And it says in your word, Heavenly Father, and some people act like they're really, really hungry. Hungry for what? More bribes? I don't know what they're hungry for. Some people are really hungry to stay in power. They'll do it at any cost. They'll kill, steal, and destroy. It's kind of what Satan likes to do. And it says in Proverbs 6, starting at verse 30, Men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house in Jesus' name. And you said in your word, Lord, For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad in Luke 8:17. So we ask you to expose all that's going on. And I thank you, Father God, for many, many people. Some people say, oh, those dear people, you know, they're, they're just, they don't even know how to, how, how to, how to vote or they, they don't know how to apply for, for um, food stamps. They're just so ignorant. Well, a lot of those ignorant people I've talked to, at least in this area, said, of course the fuel prices started to go up long before the so-called Russian invasion, of, of uh, which they were prompted to do by the Western group, uh, the, the Russians' invasion of Ukraine. Yes, Russia doesn't like the Nazis. They didn't like the Nazis when they had like 27 million Russians that died during World War II fighting the Nazis. And those Nazis are still running, and we're running, bioweapons labs over in Ukraine, trying to send nasty, nasty things by birds, by the winds carrying them, from whatever it is, uh, west to east, into Russia, Father God, to spread disease to the Russians. And, Father God, even even harming those who are naturally, actually really are Russians in Ukraine. Father God, even as Brother Bill's bride understands about that, a lot of those people are really are part of the Russian Orthodox Church, Father God. They actually believe in there's a real God. Many of them, and Putin is not pure as their different snow, then again, neither is Trump or Biden or anyone else. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, but, but Putin actually does seem to really care about his own country and about protecting the people's rights to actually have self-determination, make their own choices, rather than having an international cabal come along and tell them, oh, you've got to do it our way or else. So, Father, we ask for adjudication in every one of these incidences, Father God, that Pastor Sabrina's read through, including the pushing, the uh, grooming of the children. We thank you for people like uh, was that lady kind of like Brittany Mayer from the Christian um, Rooted Wing group uh, coming against the group in San Diego, Father God. We thank you for giving her Holy Ghost boldness to stand up against these people. And some people, oh, well, you're just being really not very nice. Well, <laughs> who's nice and who's not nice? Do you want to pervert children? Do you want to get them ready to be groomed, to be turned into little uh, sex slaves or perverts? So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for exposing what's going on and giving people boldness to stand up, Father God, against the nonsense that's going on just in San Diego, but it's trying to spread across the country. In virtually every public school district, a lot of people are saying, many homeschooling has grown by leaps and bounds. People have found, well, I can't do it. I have to work. Yeah, but maybe you have grandparents or uncles or aunts are available to help teach their children. Or maybe you have other neighbors. Or maybe there's other groups for homeschoolers. Because that's what our younger daughter, she went to homeschool. There was church-based homeschooling groups that had teachers that could teach them the, 
you know, the chemistry or the other things that the parents didn't feel comfortable teaching them, teaching them a different foreign language than the parents actually knew, teaching them Spanish or something else. So we thank you for providing the resources for the parents to get their kids out of the grooming public schools, Father, and granting them the gifts that they need by your spirit. Point forth of your spirit. As you promised, you said, last days I'll pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh. So pour forth of your spirit, Father, upon all flesh, including the parents that have their children still in the public schools, and grant them the gifts that they need, that they make the right decisions, help us all to make the right decisions in everything that we do, Father God, not just at the polls, assuming they'll allow us to go to the polls in a few weeks, Father God, in this country, but in other nations, Father God, including in in uh, Great Britain, where they had a nice conservative lady come into office trying to be like Margaret Thatcher, and she got to ramp up the fear about the, the, the possibility of a nuke. But since she was useful for that, they got to make her of no effect after that. But we thank you, Father God, for helping the people as you're trying to rip apart everything that people are depending on, like elections being actually honest and above board, for one person, one vote. It was a nice idea. The people in the Netherlands preferred that, too. And that's why they wanted to turn it back to paper ballots. But what is it? These people really want these computer machines to be in there. Oh, because people can manipulate them. So, Father God, it doesn't mean people shouldn't vote. People should vote en masse and do it under the unction of the Holy Spirit on the day that he wants and doing what he wants, not necessarily and yes, absentee ballots might make it really easy for some people, especially those who are in nursing homes and places like that. But, Father God, is it necessary for everybody? Well, we have to be so afraid of some little disease or a little bug or whatever, monkey pox or something. Oh, really? I don't know if we're afraid of that. Father God, we ask to deliver people from ungodly mind control and ungodly psychological manipulation. We bind every spirit of ungodly control, trying to control people's moods and emotions, even as the so-called prophet for the World Economic Forum said people will um, be able to be controlled from without. And that's their plan. They, how do they plan to do that? Oh, could it have anything to do with the jab? Maybe. Anything to do with 5G? Mm, possibly. Father God, we ask you to expose what's going on, all the rest of it, and we thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for causing the people to stand up. And even in those, some of those areas, Father God, some of the red states, Father God, well, this guy looks like a great conservative. He's standing up for the people. And why are there three states that have already passed a law, which is based on the, uh, what is it called, um, the big international uh, world health group. Um, it's supposed to be health. Actually, it's world health destruction group. But anyway, that, that want to have uh, medical tyranny and, and say, oh, well, if we declare a medical emergency, then we can force people to be jabbed or worse. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for exposing what's going on, even in the red states like Florida, Father God, and causing the people to wake up there that Santos didn't stand against that, did he? No, they signed it into law in Florida. People don't have to be afraid of it, but they need to wake up. They need to find out that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Did DeSantis get into office when they still had those dominion machines in Florida? Could be. Is he pure and holy? Only Jesus is good. God said only God is good. Is Trump holy and pure? Did he advocate for the vaccines? Uh-huh. Did he advocate for 5G? Uh-huh. Is he holy and pure? Mm, he's better than some, but they, they compare themselves among themselves are not wise, it says in your book. But we need to have discernment, Father. Help us all to have the discernment to make the right choices at the right time and knowing what you want us to do and to know how to pray <clears throat> and how to intercede. I need your help. I commit my works unto you, Lord, and my thoughts shall be established. We ask for adjudication from you, the righteous judge, Father, and we thank you for your intervention and adjudication, Father God, even as you 
were showing me today, Father, as I was hadn't read this before, and I was like, oh, this is in that in that book where Jesus is suffering for us in Psalm 22, and it says in Psalm 22, verse 28, for the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. He is the governor over the governors of California and Michigan and and New York State and and Pennsylvania and Florida. He's the governor over all the nations, and not just the United States. How about Great Britain? How about Germany and Ukraine? How about Russia? How about Australia? How about Uganda? How about Iceland? How about Chile? How about every nation? He's the governor among the nations. We're so grateful, Lord Jesus, that you came to teach us about our Heavenly Father who loves us perfectly. And how do you do that? Do we get to see the Father with our natural eyes? No, we get to understand his name because you came to declare the name of your Father. Who did you do it to? The ones you call your brethren. Oh, how do we become your brethren? Oh, that's when we die to selfishness and taking anxious thought for tomorrow and pride and presumption. Because you said in Psalm 22, starting at verse 22, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise thee. Jesus came to praise the Father. He said, apart from him, he could do nothing. Ye that fear the Lord, praise him. Ye that ye the seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him, all ye seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the affliction, neither hath he hid his face from him. Praise God for that. When he cried unto him, he heard. You hear the afflictions of the afflicted. You hear those children that are groaning now, Father God, that are being put under mandates to have unnecessary vaccinations. They're not even vaccinations. They're just DNA-altering interventions. My praise shall be thee in the great congregation. I will pay my vows before them that fear him. The meek shall eat and be satisfied. Are we chewing on the living bread from heaven? The meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek him. Your heart shall live forever. You mean if I want to seek the Lord, I keep, have to keep praising him? What if I don't feel like it? What if things aren't looking nice for me? It's not about me, is it? It's all about him. We're not created for ourselves. We're created for his glory. The meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek him. Your heart shall live forever. You want a healthy heart? Keep seeking him. Your heart shall live forever because he gives us his heart, his mind, his soul, his strength by the spirit. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord. All the kindreds of the nation shall worship before thee. Verse 28. For the kingdom is the Lord's. He is the governor among the nations. All the nations. Every single nation, including Canada. Every nation, including Mexico. Every area. You're the governor among the nations. So we turn the battle over to you. We ask for your divine intervention, adjudication for all these things, including those that are putting up mind-boggling propaganda, psychological warfare to try and blame Russia again for something they have nothing to do with. Most people I've talked to say, of course the fuel prices started to go up long before Russia went into Ukraine. Didn't they cancel the uh, those pipelines? Didn't they cancel the leases? Didn't they want to make it harder and harder for people to get a renewable energy called, well, they call it fossil fuel. It's actually called hydrocarbons. It actually comes from the ground. And some of these oil wells that have been capped and shut up for like 40 years, 50 years, they go check them later. Hey, they got oil again. Isn't that, how do they get in there? Oh, they must have snuck it in from the strategic preserve. No, they didn't. No, it just regenerates down in the earth. So we think about it. It's all mind control. It's all propaganda. It's all 
Oh, but they told me in school it was fossil fuels, and it only came from old, you know, uh, uh, ferns from way back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth. Well, maybe they didn't tell us all the truth, did they? When I went to college, they didn't tell me everything. They told me a little bit of the truth, kind of like listening to CNN. They tell you little percentages of the truth, and then a lot of mind control propaganda. So, Father, we ask you to deliver the people from the spirits of ungodly control and ungodly fear. Every person in every nation from the spirits of ungodly control, not just the United States, not just in Russia, not just in China. There's a lot of great Christians in China, and they don't really want to have to go to war against the United States. But the Biden regime, why did he want to take away their ability to sell computer chips or whatever it is that they make a lot of? and make That's one of their main exports. Did he want to uh, sort of prod them just like they were prodding the Russian bear to try and get them to go into Ukraine? Did they do that deliberately? They're trying to do anything and everything to stay in power. They don't care if anybody gets hurt or anything else. But, with Father God, we thank you that there's not going to be a nuke going off in the United States. We thank you, Father God. They may have a little little pretend incident over in some place in near Ukraine or Russia or someplace over there in Europe or something to try and stir up, ramp, ramp up more fear. But we find, thank you, Father God, for granting us the ability to take everything to you in prayer and be at peace. You said... Watch unto prayer. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You put us here for such a time as this. We didn't create ourselves. We didn't create the times and the seasons. Our times are in your hands. We ask for intervention and adjudication from all these people speaking, as Sabrina kind of alluded to, speaking out and out, blame lies, Father God, in Jesus' name. Perverse, demonic lies, Father God, in Jesus' name. Against all these, and what happens to people who lie, Father? You say in your word what the outcome is. It's not a very nice one, is it? Where is that, Lord? Is it Proverbs? I know it's Proverbs something. Proverbs 19. Proverbs 19. Verse 5. A false witness. Now, why is Biden trying to offer a, a little freebie? Kind of like why they decided to have the petroleum strategic reserves released which runs out when? Oh, on Halloween. So people don't have a chance to respond to the sudden spike in fuel prices after it stops. The flow is shut off on October 31st because the election is just a little bit over a week later. But in this area, I, I don't know about other areas, the gas prices hasn't changed radically recently, but the diesel prices went up more than a dollar a gallon in one week. Just a coincidence, maybe. It has nothing to do with that. But anyway, Father God, you said a false witness shall not be unpunished, but he that speaketh lies shall not escape. And verse 9, a false witness shall not be unpunished, but he that speaketh lies shall, unless he repents before the time comes, at your judgment, false father, he that speaketh lies shall perish. He that speaketh lies shall perish. It's right in your book, Father, right there, Proverbs 19.9, in Jesus' name, who we ask for your divine intervention adjudication. Father God, if you can save any of these people who are putting forth these socialist agendas, the, the fascist agendas, Father God, the agendas of trying to get every people to believe lies about the, the, the weather and it's not <laughs> global warming, it's actually we're in a solar minimum. The whole earth is cooling down a little bit right now, and, and even the, 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 
we know for years now they've had to change the markings on the runways because the magnetic north is shifting. The earth is doing a little shifting, and that's why the, the people with all these lots of money, they have all their bunkers, and they have all this underground connections, Father God, from being able to take them from one place to another because they're planning to be just fine. they got all their food stored up. I've heard for many, many years, more than 10 years, they were having huge tractor trailers taking all this stuff, delivering them to bunkers and in Colorado and different places in the mountains, Father God, all these different places. And, Father God, we know that some of those people from the Vatican had the big telescope in Arizona looking up at the sky. Oh, they're so afraid. Some of them actually believe that there's going to be like this other planet X or whatever it is. Some of them actually believe that stuff. I don't know whether that's part of it or not. Some people believe it has something to do with what happened when the Exodus came the first time, when there was all that, you turned the rivers to blood with Pharaoh. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I really don't know. But, Father God, you know everything. We ask you to expose the lies and the propaganda and cause the people that have been been cajoled and, and bewitched into receiving the job to wake up and repent before it's too late. Send the Holy Ghost. And for those that can repent, have remit the sins of those that can repent, especially those who are descendants of believers, Father God, that they can receive that gift of repentance, the acknowledging of the truth that we're covered in Christ from the snare of the devil. In Jesus' name. And Father, we ask for intervention adjudication concerning all these things, Father God. Even if the election draws near, Biden cannot buy elections. He's certainly trying very hard, not just for the offering to do and all this stuff. Making the so-called the money, the whole World Economic Forum and the bank, they know the constant of the